I can't believe you're making me do this. The people are going to be like, what's going on? Where is Dave Fails? Oh, shit. You know what? If this is on iHeartRadio, they're going to like, they're going to be like, you can't have music on the, on the podcast. Hi guys. It's Kate. That was a weird start. I have Ariel here. My good friend who you all know, Ariel Kashanchi, comedian, writer. You're now working on a game show. Promote your game show. Promote it. Okay. Okay. All right. Hey guys. Excited to be here. (laughs) I always feel like, you know, you got to like be gracious. Be gracious. Yeah. Um, you yeah. are excited to be here. Be I, real. I, I gave no, you I am tequila. Excited. I am. And you gave me tequila. 7-Eleven pure water. It's, it's very pure. It's, it's, there's it's got like a electrolytes. droplet on the the on the bottle. So this I is know the Seven Eleven version of smart water. And okay. I personally think that it's better because it costs less. So that's how I, I gauge things. I think anything things. that costs less is better. I think so. Guys. Okay, first of all, I'm sorry. We're a little ADD. Um, Ariel's high on weed. On weed. Yes. And I'm high on cold medicine. I've been sick for days. I want to apologize because this podcast is late. Although I I might, I have to tell you guys, I normally put my podcast out on Fridays. I'm thinking of switching it to Mondays. You may notice I've been doing more Mondays. My ultimate goal is to put it out twice a week for you guys, a Monday and Friday. It's just sometimes I literally don't have time to get a second one done. And sometimes my love life is so depressing. (laughs) I don't want to share. It's best best left unsaid. (laughs) Something should not be discussed. I got a DM today on Instagram from a guy and and he goes, is this the Kate that puked all over that handsome black man in Las Vegas? And I was like, that's what's happened to my life. Wow. These are my DMs now. That's quite a thing to be remembered for. Thank you. Um, Okay. (laughs) Before I forget, we have so much to discuss. Guys, there's so much to discuss. Um, I hooked up my TV today to the internet. I've lived in this apartment for over three years. And I have probably turned on my TV five times. People that know me know I it's never like watch part TV. It's like decor. It's like, it's like an empty, <laughs> like one of those fake bookcases where you just have like, you pull it out and there's actually no books. It's true. It's like a faux bookcase, but a TV, like instead of making you look smarter, it just makes you look not smarter. It's like Pe- a gigantic. She's right. I have a really big, nice. I mean, it's old actually. This thing, I got this when I was still married. So that means it's at least like seven or eight years old. Uh, Because I got divorced five years ago, and we had it for a couple years. And it's a nice flat screen. It's a Samsung. It has the USB stuff on it, so you can put in a you know whatever you call it a a Amazon Fire Dick or whatever Fire Dick. I call it a Fire Dick. Um, You're welcome. That sounds like an STD more than yeah, it really does more than something that which is something I'm proud to say don't have. At the moment, I don't actually, either. I've never had. Have you ever had an STD? Honestly, I've never had one. I've never had one I, either. I, was, I feel like I'm. I'm so shocked because I've had sex with some dirty, <laughs> disgusting. Human Me too. Beings. But do you use condoms like with those guys? Most Be honest. Most of the time. Most of the time. There's been some times that I was like careless, mm, and yeah. I dodged some bullets. But yeah, I'm actually, I think I'm pretty, I feel like more so than any of my friends, I'm much more careful. Well, I, I am not as careful as I should be when yeah. it comes to condoms. I mean, I'm getting better with age, but I yeah. definitely, there was a time in my life where I was like, oh, this guy seems clean and I wouldn't oh God, use yeah. a lot. Well, I think I'm barren. I don't know for sure, but, but I. You're like, you could still get disease. I mean, I just feel like diseases, there's too many. Yeah. There's too many opportunities for like stuff you don't want to have to deal with. And I'm like, oh, and I also feel like I'm like, most of the time I, I'm like, if, if this doesn't work out, which obviously, you know, that like the chance of like anything ever working out is much slimmer. (laughs) What? No, I'm an eternal optimist. Clearly. But like, like, I'm like, all right, look, there's going to come a day when I never want to see this human being again. And I don't want to have to have any kind of connection to that. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to have a leftover strand of, yeah. of like, baby well, a, or herpes. I don't want to have a baby. Yeah. Or like, I don't want to have to like make a call to them either. You know, you know I, what's I just such... want to like a clean break. Yeah. You don't want to make that call where you're like, Hey man, um, just so you know, 
uh, I tested positive for yeah seven diseases. You know what? Though I would love to make that call just for fun. We should do that on this exes. podcast. We should prank call some exes and tell them we have like that's a great idea. Tell them we have like gonorrhea or like an uncurable strain of of. Okay. Like syphilis or something, All and right. then and then just freak them out. We're so evil. That's so but, evil. I mean, the only issue is that, is that we have to find exes who have not blocked us. <laughs> That's a good point. Actually, I'm cool with all my exes, but but one really, are and you? he's not really an ex. Yeah, I don't have any exes that are enemies. Think about it. In fact, the one ex that I recently hooked up with, uh-huh. um, we're so cool now. We actually like uh, the hookup like made us friends. Okay. We hooked up, and then since then, I've seen him a few times, uh-huh. and we hug, and we have fun, and we talk, and we're cool. And there's sexual tension, but it's not like I'm not really dying to do it again, and he hasn't tried. I think he's seeing someone, and, okay. I, and I kind of am, and then we sort of like – there was a night that it just happened, and then – it's not going to happen again anytime soon or maybe in a year or something. You know what I mean? Right. It's like neutral. You feel yes. like neutrality Finally. towards each other. This was a guy that like, I mean, we hated each other. This was the most volatile. That's probably why the sex is like. Because oh. you hated each other so much. It's just so volatile. It was like a passionate kind of. Yeah. The, the, it was love, hate, literally. Yeah. I've had Love the fucking, yeah. hated the rest. Yeah, I had one of those. <laughs> I hated, I, I hated, I had hated one of those. I had a guy that we hated each other as human beings. Like we couldn't talk to each other without screaming, without like, you know, like storming off or anything. Like we could not. But we loved fucking. That's because hate sex is hot. And no matter how much you, like, I think I'm getting better at this, but I think I noticed a pattern that I used to pick fights with guys because I wanted to make the sex hotter. Like, I really think I legitimately, I didn't realize that's what I was doing, but what was happening was like, anytime there was a lull in like the heat I would kind of start a fight. And then the more angry the guy would get at me, the more I'd be like, I just want to fuck the shit out of you. Like, I you get are, more turned on. You're a sick girl. I'm getting better. Well, I you mean, know. <laughs> I, think, I guess you're getting better. No, no, you're I'm getting right. so much better. You are. You we'll are. talk about my personal growth later. Okay. First, okay. I So the reason I'm saying I hooked up the TV is because that's why there's music at the top of this episode. Because I now have Pandora playing on my TV, which is very exciting. The Michael Jackson station. So we decided to add music to the podcast. Yeah. And uh, Ariel chose Janet, which I hope you all enjoyed because that's Come what was back on. to me. You just went to see her, you said? I just went to see her a couple weeks ago. And I, I was fourth row, so I no had way. a clear view. How'd she look? Amazing. Really? Is her body slamming? Her body is like fresh lipo. She's so hot. Fresh facelift. <laughs> like everything was tight and right. Like Wait, do you think she so really good. gets lipo? Of course. Yes. Is she? she, But she looks so fit to me. Like, is she buff? Like, does she have abs and stuff? I mean, she's. I think still Islamic because she was still very covered up. Oh, really? She's what? She converted to to Islam. Islam? Yeah. After the Super Bowl boob show. After the Super Bowl boob show, she ended up marrying this like, um, not Saudi, like like. Bahrain or like Sudanese, like one of those. A Middle Eastern guy. Yeah, one she, of those Arab yeah. countries. And she married this guy. We sound so educated. I know, right? One of those foreign nations when where is, the women cover up. Well, when it is like. Where like I would Muslim be murdered. Countries. I would be killed. I would show up in my bikini and I would literally well, you be. You wouldn't even make my it to the airport. Throat would be slit. You wouldn't make it off the plane, actually. <laughs> I don't you really... wouldn't actually, no, you wouldn't even make it to landing because i believe there's no seriously <laughs> they look at your instagram no, when you board no, the no, flight when you get like well certain countries like they wouldn't let like either of us in but that but there are other countries where when you get to a certain point it's time for all the women to put the hijab on so like you're flying like i would wear that the border, and they'd be like put on your hijab on the plane what if yeah. you don't have one you have to have one with you what if you didn't bring one where are you supposed to get that Amazon, on Amazon? Probably. Alexa. Just kidding. <laughs> there's like, no, there's, okay, so I, I had, I was staying with my friend in New York. I was staying with my friend and her boyfriend in New York and the boyfriend was like a new relationship. I was like visiting them and 
the that sounds, by the way, horrendously awful. You're staying with a couple that's in a brand new relationship. It was horrendously awful. Yeah. I did not want to stay with them. I was like, let me get a hotel. And she's like, no. And she was insisting. And I'm like, this is so weird. I was like, I could stay with other friends. I don't like to be around happy couples. Well, I don't mind it. Yes, but you I, do. You you texted me today it. and said, no, because they were I don't want each other's thighs. Ariel texted me today and said, what does it mean that I get angry when I see happy salt and pepper shakers together? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it means you're a psycho. I it's mean, fine. It's just, it's been a it's long It's the holiday time. season. It's the holiday season. It's, no, well, okay. So this is what I, so my friend was dating this guy and he was, he was pretty wealthy. So it's mm-hmm. like he had everything that he wanted. And so, his car wasn't a bicycle like mine. No, okay. he definitely did not. No, he had like drivers and yeah. And so I wanted to get him. Uh, oh, and he was like newly sober. Mm. And so I wanted to get him like a gift. I'm like, well, I can't get him like, like a bottle of like, I can't get him a nice wine. No. Um, what do you get the guy that has everything? Weird. Yeah. And so he flowers, was, you yeah, got like, flowers. Well, I wasn't going to get him flowers because it's a guy, but so. He, um, he was telling us about, he was so weird. He was telling us about how he was like in London at Harrods and these Saudi women were walking around with their like Louboutins and then their hijab. So it's like, he's like, you could tell that like under the hijab, they were like totally done up and amazing. And he he was like getting turned on. So I went, I have a friend who speaks Arabic. And we went to the Arab neighborhood in Queens and we bought a head, like we went into a hijab store and he was like, we want to get something for grandma's house. And I bought a hijab. No way. For my friend to wear for for her boyfriend. Shut up. And it was, so I made her put it on. He was in the other room and then he came out. I mean, it was like an instant boner. You're kidding. He was that turned on? He was loving it maybe i'm doing it all wrong you gotta start wearing a hijab you know maybe it's like the guy that told me i should wear more turtlenecks if i want guys to see me as girlfriend material you gotta have a lot of mystery maybe i should go all the way and just cover up my whole face cover it all up (laughs) go go all out so wait a second so he's art but they had already hooked up they're living together right they weren't living together oh no so she has a sick mom so she like takes care of her mom and so when she's not with her mom, she'll be with the boyfriend. I, mean, I see. Now, but wow. Yeah. That's so funny that like most girls will like buy lingerie to wear for the guy. You, that's amazing. She, yeah. Well, when I really want to turn on the guys I'm sleeping with, I send them photos of me in the turkey costume I wore for Thanksgiving oh, last year. That is a big turn But on. with lingerie over top. Over it or under Over it? the turkey suit. So it's like that's, the turkey wearing lingerie. Last week I sent that to a guy. A slutty turkey. Yeah. And I said, does this turn you on? And he said, please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, noted. Um, oh my God. All right. So that's, that's one thing that's happening. There's music. Um, we're drinking a little, I'm having a little, I'm having a little tequila because I heard it cures common colds. Um, but I added seven up to it and I have to ask you something. This is unrelated to dating. We're going to get to dating, but in all seriousness, how often do you open a bottle of something carbonated and it doesn't explode? Never explodes for me. It never explodes. What are you walking around shaking things? I know every fucking day I open a bottle of soda or whatever. Do you tap the top? No, it's a bottle. You're supposed to tap the top. On a bottle? Yeah. I only heard of that on a can. No, I believe it's a bottle, too. I just wanted to know if, if they're just constantly ready to explode or if it's just no. something I'm doing. It's something. It's right. you. It's right. not them. It's you. Because the thing exploded when I opened this it. Is, All right. No. All right. Fine. For everyone at home listening who has this problem, please message me so I don't feel alone. That and I can't make a can opener last more than three months. And I don't understand that really? either. No. They all break after three months. They stop opening the cans. They're how not sharp anymore. They, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you should... <laughs> Maybe the problem is how many canned canned goods I have in my house. Well, you know, I don't buy a lot of fresh food because I never know. I'm very busy. So it goes bad a lot. Well, yeah, because you travel a lot. I travel and I'm out and about riding a bike to places. So I eat canned tuna. That is so gross. Do you know my go-to meal when I cook? This is why I will never cook for a guy. If a guy wants me to cook for him, this is literally what I do. 
I sneak food in and then I put on something sexy to wear on the kitchen and then I like pretend to kind of make the food until it's time and then I heat up what I already bought because I don't cook. This is what I make. I take frozen vegetables that are microwavable and I dump them in a bowl and then I take like a can of fish, like something better than tuna, like salmon. Okay. (laughs) And then I dump it on top and then I heat the whole thing up until the veggies are warm enough to eat not really hot but like not frozen anymore so they're actually like almost like not like not soggy like they feel almost fresh and then i just throw on top like anything i have lying around that'll make it taste better like salsa hummus sounds horrific it's it's so bad it's so bad (laughs) and then people message me and they're like what's your secret to being fit and i'm like because i only eat things that taste like shit i don't want that much and i i don't I'm not an eat out. You know me. Like I'm not an eat out yeah. person. You're not I'm like a foodie. No, I go not, to happy you don't hour. Get excited about yeah. No, I don't get excited about like real. I like healthy food. Like I'd get more excited to go to a farmer's market than like a five star. Oh, I love a farmer's market. Yeah, that's different because yeah. you can eat all the healthy samples. You got to make you zoodles. I do want to try zoodles. That's the zucchini noodles. Yeah, I want to try that. It's so good. Like my spiralizer is like a little machine. Like I feel like I'm like in an assembly line making Just- <laughs> zoodles. Like this is my life's dream. I feel like I work in a yeah, factory. I feel very Laverne and Shirley. What did you want to be? when you were a kid oh i wanted to be a doctor oh that's right and then but wait you went to law school right so i thought i wanted to go to medical school and i knew that okay medical school is it's you, you get your bachelor's and then you do three years of med school and then you have to do your residency so that's another two to however many years and then if you want to like specialize in a fellowship so on and so it's a forth. long time like, i was like i don't want to be that old you know when i graduate isn't law school just as long no oh. law school is just so okay so then i was like all right then i better finish high school quickly so i can get to college already so i skipped 11th grade and i did that by like you can't just skip grades in high school. It goes by credits, at least where I went to school. I skipped most of 11th grade just because well, I was high. Oh, I skipped. <laughs> I actually, I, I was like not even present for 10th grade. So yeah. I was actually a good, like not, I wasn't a good student by any means, but I was so smart that I was able to get good grades without trying. Okay. So you skipped 11th grade so i skipped 11th grade you in where i was going you could go to adult school if you missed a a class like if you failed a class and you needed to take it over again because you needed those credits so i did preemptive adult school so i would go to this place at night this other high school and take these classes but the classes were like at your own pace so you just had to fulfill so many assignments and then you would get a credit so I would go at night and it was the easiest thing in the world. Like a monkey could do it. Like I had the worst education because of this. Like I went from honors classes to these like, I know exactly what you mean because I went to vocational. Yeah. Yeah, I did the same thing. And then, so, but I graduated from high school when I was 16 with extra credits and I basically, and, and I had found a system for ditching school to like where I could still pass my classes with good grades. You know what's so funny? This is probably why we're friends because I told this story on I think Joey Diaz, but never on here. But I did almost this my senior year. My senior year, I did go until I was a senior, but my uh-huh. senior year of high school, I was in like a work study program. So uh-huh. I would go to school for two hours in the morning uh-huh. and I was supposed to go to a quote job in my field. What I wanted to be field? an actor. Okay. So I was like volunteering at like a community center. I was oh supposed to to run like a theater program i would literally go there and i was like really good friends with the guy that ran the place and we'd like hang out and watch a movie then i'd leave and i missed half my senior year i missed days completely i wouldn't even show up after i missed like 30 days they were like you can't graduate you missed too many days so i dropped out right they Uh were like this is what they said if you miss one more day you can't graduate so I was like, I might as well drop out because I know I'm going to miss another day. Like there yeah. was still like three months of school. So I dropped out and then I started looking into getting a GED and it turned out it was kind of a lot of work. So then I actually called a lawyer and was like, how is a way that I can graduate still 
after missing all these days. And he said, well, technically you dropped out. So you weren't enrolled there. So these aren't absent days. They're just days that you were like a student elsewhere. So if you re-enroll, your number of absent days is still the same. Oh. So I waited to re-enroll. So there was only like three weeks of school left. And then it was like a loophole in the system. Now they changed oh it. God. So I graduated. I just had to show up for three weeks and graduate. And I actually got booed at graduation by like half the teaching staff because they were angry that I got to graduate. Oh, that you worked the system. Oh yeah. It was like out there. People I can't were, believe they booed at you. Teachers booed me. Can you believe That's that? That's horrific. I know. They I, bullied you. They bu- <laughs> I got bo- I've never even gotten booed on a comedy stage. Oh I got booed God. at my fucking high school graduation. That's. I feel like... Public high school graduation is, like, something that a monkey could do. So I, like, there was another thing that was going on was, like, there was something called the proficiency exam, which is not like a GED, but even easier, that you, where you have to just take this test, and it gives you, you get your diploma. Oh, my God. I didn't know about that. So, so they, my friend, my Persian friend found a loophole where if you bring your parent in and they vouch for you, that... that's your ID. So I had three friends have their parents take me and vouch for me as them. And I took the test for them. So all three of them graduated without graduating because you took their test. I took the test for them. Yeah. Uh, Did their parents pay you? Yeah. They paid me $250. I wonder if you can still do this. Well, what a racket. You totally do with the glasses on. I mean, you could make so much side you money. Imagine. <laughs> You'd be like, I'll age, take like, your proficiency. Hey, I'll show up with like a, a baseball cap and like, well, I don't know. What do, what do teenagers wear now? Do they still wear nothing? Chops? They like, wear less. They I wear mean, nothing. Oh, okay, so I'll I'm pretty like sure I dress like one. That backpack I had on the other night at the uh, bar from the 99 cent store. I love backpacks. I love backpacks. I went to the 99 cent store and they were selling back to school backpacks for $2 and they were cute. I bought like eight and then I gifted them to people randomly. Like I would literally like meet someone and be like, this backpack looks like you. And I would just give it to them guys. I'm a giver. Um, all right. So you wanted to be a doctor, then a lawyer. And then you ended up doing this. You know what I wanted to be when I was a kid, What? a grocery store bagger. I swear (laughs) to God, I like to organize things. I would literally make my grandparents, I would go grocery shopping with my grandparents and then we would come home and then they would take everything out of the bags and let me rebag them. <laughs> and That's now look so at the mess weird. in my apartment. I don't know what happened. That is so strange. All right. Life took over. Let's get to the point of this. I love that the show is called Date Bells and we spent 20 minutes talking about um, how to get out of graduating high school. But I think this is important information for the kids. Yeah, I mean, for, for the next generation of people who want to... Think outside the box. Yeah. Scam your way through life. Scam their way through high school. Life is so serious right now. Okay, you guys, this is what happened. So... Ariel came over, by the way, I have to, I should change the name of this podcast to this is what happened. Cause I say that like 40 times when I listen to my own podcast, I want to shoot myself for this is what happened. But Ariel came over and I'm just like, I don't know if you guys feel this, but I've been feeling like residual anger and I'm usually like a happy bubbly yeah. person yeah. from just the world like the state of the and world twitter yeah. and like one day like everyone's mad about harvey weinstein rightfully so but then like the next day everyone's mad about larry david tells a holocaust joke and then 10 minutes later there's another shooting and it's like 10 minutes later there's the, it's just there's so well, much i think that people are expressing their rage in different ways i do too everyone is enraged and and they're looking for whatever platform they can and unfortunately sometimes that that's violence and it's disgusting and horrible and it's i'd rather people complain about larry david's joke that i really didn't think was that offensive larry david's then, joke this is the point it doesn't matter if his joke was good or bad for those that don't know larry david did a hacky holocaust joke on saturday night live it really wasn't a good joke it was, it was a good idea it was a good premise it was a good Great premise. premise it was a good premise it was a weird segue and you could tell that he was not committed yeah he was uncomfortable but his joke to be fair to him larry david said uh i'm like i'm such a horny guy I love women so much that I think probably if I had been alive during Hitler's time and I was in a concentration camp, I'd still be checking out the women. And then he went through like, what would be, 
how would you hit on a woman in a concentration camp? Like, what would be your opening line? And then he threw out some, like, dumb opening lines, which didn't work. But, like, the premise is kind of funny because the truth is, if you're a dude, I don't care where you are. I don't care if you're on death row. I don't care who you are. At some, on some level, if a chick walks by with uh, nice tits, you're probably still going to look. Well, I mean, there are so many couples who met in concentration camps. Really? Yeah. That makes sense. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say to me, like, oh, yeah, my grandparents met in a concentration camp. Well, think about it. That would bring you together. Yeah. You're going through... Like, and you're escaping a... Con- I mean, you're escaping death together. Well, and also, I mean, like, and obviously, like, we can't possibly relate to what it would be like to be in there. No. But... I would just think, knowing myself, that if I was in any situation where it was all dire, gloom, and misery, and awful, and then, like, some sweet person came up to me and gave me any kind of compliment, it would make me feel good and, like, at least be like, at least there's one thing in here that's not horrible. Absolutely. You know, so, I don't know. but, But the only reason I brought it up is that a lot of people, like, you know, have been, a lot of my friends have been saying shit like, Man, people are awful. People just suck. The world is such a terrible place now. And I just, like, want to encourage, and this is not supposed to be a serious podcast, but this is just for a second, encourage people to, like, focus on the good people. Because the more I see all this darkness and angry people and trolls and all this stuff, and I see people getting so upset, and I even feel it, like, a little angry, you know? But then, like, I walked to Walgreens earlier, and this guy was like, you have a beautiful smile. And I was just thinking, like, there are so many kind, amazing, good souls in the world, and, like, people that just want to, like, spread love. So it's so easy right now to be, like, irritated and, and anxious. But I hope people are focusing on the good. Well, I think there's more good people out there than bad. Yeah, it's just with Twitter and shit now. It's so e- The bad people have a voice. They have a voice. Let's get them. Just kidding. Um, all right, this took a serious turn. I'm all over the map. Let's talk about love lives. Let's talk about our crazy fucking friend, you guys. Oh, my God. This is how psycho women are. We have a girlfriend, and this story is so great because... Every girl has done something like this. Like, I could see myself completely doing this. We have a girlfriend who had a guy that she was hooking up with for over a year. A casual hookup. A casual hookup. It was never really dating. Never. Yeah. Um, For over a year, kind of hooking up. And then, you know, it stopped basically because they just kind of weren't getting along. And I think probably like one had a little more feelings than the other. And before you know it, they they stopped talking, completely stopped talking for months. And then out of the blue, he texted her and said like, hey, we should be friends. So next thing you know, they're fucking well, but this is the best part. So he texts her and says, we should be friends. And she texts me and goes, Hey, he said he hit me up. It's been forever. He said, we should be friends. I don't know if I should answer. What do you think I should do? And I wrote back, don't answer for a day. Just sit on it and think. Yeah. She goes, I don't think I'm going to answer at all. We are never really friends. It was always just sex. I'm just not going to answer. Fast forward to like an hour later. She goes, I'm so annoyed. Look at what he said. And she had answered and just said, like, okay, thanks. And he sent back a smiley face. And she was, like, angry because, you know, she expected, like, She expected more. him to say, great, Something. That's, I've been waiting for this moment. Yeah, anything, yeah. right? So then, he, like, a few hours later, she messaged him again, like, hey, um, it's kind of weird you reached out. What, what are you really trying to do? And then he was like, oh, just, you know, I just felt like it was time. And then she's like, you want to fuck? And then they fucked. And then (laughs) I'm just just dying because I didn't even know they fucked. And then I texted her last night and said, come meet me and Ariel for a drink. And she's like, I'm having sex with this guy. And I'm dying because this is so classic women. Like, it's so funny to me. In the course of like eight hours, she went from, I'm never going to talk to him again. We were never really friends. Okay, I'll wait a day to answer him to we just had sex. And, and to that guy, how did he win so fast? What is wrong with us? Yeah, but sometimes it's like if there's no one else available, you're like, you know what? It's familiar. I'll take it. I've done it. We've all, like, everyone, everyone falls back into familiar. Even if you're like, eh. It's like, like, it's, 
It's like, I always say like, it's like going and getting fast food when you've been drinking, you know? I do that. You do it. And at the moment, it's like, this is great. Like, it's not amazing. It's not like you're having filet mignon. You know you're having Taco Bell. Like, it's not like it's a surprise. <laughs> Sometimes it know? is amazing. But it's good. And you're like, this is good. <laughs> it feels bad, but it feels good. And then the next day, you're like, oh, my God, I'm bloated. I am like, I have heartburn. Like, every imaginable thing. You feel disgusting. I just hope she feels nothing. I hope she feels nothing. That's a beautiful analogy, by the way. Thank you. It really is. Thank you. I just hope she wakes up tomorrow like that was a, like, I'm so glad I I did that. And not like having the feelings again. This ex I just hooked up with is the first time I could ever hook up with an ex and not like reopen old feelings. Like, can you do that? Um, well, let's see. Who would I ever want touching me again? Um, (laughs) like most of them, like I had one that I would occasionally see, but now it's like, I found out that he, okay. So we dated like maybe three years ago and, and then we didn't date for long. And, um, so after we, it, it ended every now and then we would have sex and, I, he had like hit me up for sex. And then the next week I saw, or no, two days later, I saw him with a girl that was clearly his girlfriend. And I was like, oh, oh. shit. So he's had a girlfriend for the past three years. It turns out. <gasps> no. Yeah. And like one of the times I think I saw him after I saw him with the girl. And oh, wait, how many times were you like hooking up or hanging out during the last three years when he had this girlfriend? There's probably been like six, seven times. Oh, maybe. wow. Yeah. Not a ton, but don't you hate that? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like you, disgusting monster. Like, at least give me the option of knowing that if I'm hooking up with you, because I don't want this girl like you know finding out and coming after me. I do not care what you do in your life, and it's not you know. But like, give me the fucking option. This is the thing: there are plenty of girls that don't mind hooking up with a guy that has a girlfriend and being a side piece. And if you can find one, good for you. I don't ever want to be in that position because it has nothing to do with my feelings. I don't. One, it's like a girl code thing. In my mind, it's bad karma to fuck with another girl's man. Like, if she doesn't know he's stepping out, especially. But also, yeah, who wants some psycho showing? Do you know? I know a girl. Okay. I know a girl. This shows how psycho chicks are. I know a girl who I used to be friends with. We kind of stopped hanging out because I just started to see, like, this pattern of crazy with the guys in her life. And I started to worry, like, what if that crazy leaks on to me a little yeah, bit? Right. Be contagious. Well, I don't mean I start acting crazy. I'm saying, what if oh, I do oh, something like to an, piss her right. off? And then she pulls it on you. Yeah. Because she would have guys like she had a guy. This is nuts. She had a guy she was friends with. They kind of hooked up a little, uh-huh. but the guy had a girlfriend. Okay. okay. She knew the guy had a girlfriend. She fought the urge to hook up with them for a long time, but he was like super into her. And then they finally kind of hooked up. But then she was like, I, look, this was a bad idea. We need to just be friends. You have a girlfriend. So they stopped hooking up. They stayed yeah. friends. This guy came over to her house one day. He was working on his laptop and he left his laptop at her house and he left it open with like all his oh stuff, my God. all his stuff logged in, right? Oh. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, bank accounts, everything logged in. So he leaves. I don't know where he went or what he was doing, but she started texting him and he wasn't answering and he didn't answer for whatever amount of time was too long for her where she felt disrespected. So she deleted, not like deactivated, completely deleted his Instagram account gone just all his photos all his followers everything completely wiped it out and she was like that's what he gets for not returning my text and she felt nothing bad like no shame or guilt oh my god i would be so embarrassed dude i'm like that is like your personal journal that's psycho but that to her was like not even a big deal she's like that's what he gets and it was nothing to her oh my god but this shows you how crazy women can be so imagine some girl finds out you're fucking yes. her guy and then she that's like the tip of the iceberg terrorizing me and i'm like no i didn't know, <laughs> I, know. I didn't know i don't want someone I calling me do that. no me neither it's nuts i just think if you're gonna do that please give the girl the option of knowing yeah. what's going yeah. on I wonder how many girls are like, I know girls though that love being a side chick. They yeah. love it. Yeah. I think there's something like where they feel like they're uh, like getting something that's, 
that from they're taking candy from a baby or you know what I mean like something something I don't know because I, I I'm just kind of like there's so many single guys out there why do you need to go and like be with the married woman? is anyone really single though anymore yeah Everyone's... I feel like everyone is single now well like yeah but I mean like do you think there's ever someone who's completely uninvolved meaning like you meet them and they're really not already sleeping with someone else or dating someone. I'm or- not. I'm completely single right now. You're right. You're super duper duper single. You're not even dating anyone at all. Nothing. But you just kind of, kind yeah, of stopped being involved. Yeah. You had your heart broken yeah. by a piece of shit. I'm, I'm, I'm angry. We're angry. You know, this is the other thing. Girls get so, like, I saw the guy last night that broke your heart and it took everything in me to not, like, go up to him and just out of the blue punch him in the face. Like, even though he doesn't know me and he doesn't know why I'd be angry. Like, I'd just be like a random stranger. No, he knows you. He knows you're my friend. Well, he knows who I am, and but he, he knows, know like, me. he knows that my friends know that he, that he, um, misrepresented himself and and that he like fed me lies should we talk about this or no i don't know all right well let's leave this for another date all right we'll leave this till it's a little a little older um uh how about this i met a billionaire okay i haven't talked about this on here I met a billionaire. Well, by the way, I'm kind of still seeing the dude that I keep saying it's going to be over and then we keep dating, but now it's kind of getting a little better. So I don't fucking know. It's so confusing. He's being nicer. I don't think it's ever been bad. I think it's all been in your head where he's like settled down. You sound exactly like him. It's not all in my head because the, the thing is, I'm just starting to understand what he wants. I didn't really understand. I think we're kind of a couple because we, we had our first fight over nothing that wasn't my fault. You know, usually the fights over nothing are, are the girl's fault. Like yeah. it's always the girl that picks uh, the fight. But this time it was like, he was having like man PMS and he, he started a fight and I didn't even understand what we were arguing about. And then I was like, I think you're just grumpy. And he was like, I am. And I was like, then don't talk to me. And then he kept talking anyway. And then like, by the end of it, I just wanted to punch him in the face. And it was the first time I was ever mad at him that I was right. <laughs> okay. So and to so me, that, that means that makes, a step. That cements you as a couple. Well, it, it means something. And then he admitted he was wrong, which also I feel like guys never do. He actually apologized. Oh, I love that. When people do something wrong and they apologize, I'm like, thank you. You, you almost orgasm. Yeah. A guy could make me come from just being like, you're right, baby. You're right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to touch me. Just tell me I'm right. <laughs> But this guy and I, we're not together. We're still not together. He doesn't want a girlfriend. So I am trying to keep my options open and keep dating. That's all I can do. why not a billionaire? So, yeah. So, okay. I went to a party, a Halloween party. Uh I met a masked man. Okay. He was with a girl, but like, I think they were kind of like fishing for maybe like some threesome activity because they were both kind of flirting with me. Right. Okay. And then, you know, the girl was cool, but then they, we all exchanged info. We all ended up exchanging info. And then since then he's been texting me and I don't know. I didn't know what he looked like. Cause I never saw him without a mask. I just knew he had an okay body and he's just a cute girl. I don't know. He's a little short for my taste, but it's okay. So then he sends me his name and, and his, and he's like, what's your Instagram? He follows me on Instagram. And then I realized he's a billionaire. He's worth $1.8 billion billion. Wow. And then now here's the thing. I'm trying very hard not to let that skew whether or not I go out with him because the truth is I thought he was cute. Okay. He was interesting, but I don't know him that well, but he wasn't a guy that I would normally, let's say that he followed me on Instagram and I looked and I saw that he was the manager of a restaurant in West Hollywood. Not a bad job, but sure. like an okay job or right. owned the restaurant. Right. Even. I probably wouldn't go out with him. Okay. But knowing he's a billionaire has sweetened the pot. I've never dated a billionaire. I think it's just for the experience of doing it. Why not? I don't know. It, does that make me a gold digger? Does that make me like a... Because I don't like to date guys for their money. You know me. Yeah. I mean, I think a gold digger is a little bit more like... They're, I think they're a little bit more systematic in that, you know, they like seek out... I think that like gold diggers are more... They target like these guys, you know, where they're like... 
here's this billionaire. Okay, what kind of girls does he date? Like, how can I groom myself to be his type? And, you're right. You know what I mean? I don't I'm think, the opposite. Yeah, you're kind of like, whatever. Well, I like to not date rich guys so that I don't have to go to fancy restaurants and, like, and fit in. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you know how I am. I don't like to be in bougie places where I don't fit in. You, I mean... I shop at Target. You can shop at Target. I don't... Look, I don't... I'm not rich... I, I buy everything on sale. You're not rich, but you look rich and you act rich. No, That's the only, difference. It's only because I'm like a pretty amazing sale shopper. Yeah, but you also have that elegance about you. Just everything. The way you walk and stand and like talk. You just are classier than me. I mean, I'm like a bowl in a china shop. I don't, I don't think it's like... I think if you just like go into a restaurant and you're you're like, this is where I belong, they treat you like you belong. But you know I don't what? belong. I don't... Okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> I belong at In-N-Out Burger. I have such an issue with like retail stores when you go in and the staff is rude. Like like if it's like a nice store, you know, and you go in and they, they like try to pretty woman you. Because I always give it back to them. I'm not like... Or even... I've been to like nicer restaurants where the staff is obnoxious. And I'm like, oh, okay. Here's my chance to be extra obnoxious back to you. Like, do you remember we were at that one bar and the bartender would not acknowledge us? It was Which at a bar? That happens bar. all the time. It was a rooftop bar. EPNL In Hollywood. No, it was like... it was. Oh, that... Yeah, we went to that rooftop yeah. bar and the bartender was a dick. Yeah. He would so, not like, talk to us. He would not Of course, we assumed us. he was gay. Right, but it was more that he was like an asshole. Yeah, he would not talk... We, and by the way, it was not a busy bar. It wasn't like Nothing. we were competing no. for his attention. It we was like, us and three other people and we could not yeah. get drinks. He was such a dude. And then finally... No, you know, I think we did order our drinks, but we wanted to close, I think think i don't know we couldn't get his attention and we were like and so i was like all right here comes where i'm an asshole sweetie and then he came by but it was like i had to sweetie him you had to call him sweetie which to you is being an asshole which is hilarious i think that, that's so sweetie 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 yeah i guess so i guess so i don't know but it so i guess you're right i'm just uh I don't know. I guess I'm going to go out with him. Well, so then we did make plans. We did make plans. We were supposed to have a drink. And then I got violently ill. So um, I had to cancel. But the funny thing is we made plans to have a drink. And he said, okay, meet me here. And he gave me uh, his home address. And I was very, like, turned off by that because... I wouldn't go to anyone. Yeah. I don't know him. I just met him. Yeah. So I wrote back and said, no disrespect, but I don't meet strangers at their house. Good. But I'd be happy to meet you at a bar close by. And then, you know, he picked a bar close by, so it's fine. But he said, well, I feel like the house is more personal. And I was like, how personal are we trying to get? Oh, my God. I'm just afraid. He's going to have the wrong idea anyway because he met me at a Halloween party. I was wearing, like, lingerie. I was wearing, like, a bikini practice. Like, he's going to automatically think that I'm, like, you know, DTF. And I'm not. Well, I mean, you're not going to know anything until you go out with him. But you should go out with him in a public place. We should try to double date. Maybe he has a friend with a private jet. He could set you home. <laughs> <laughs> or you can have the billionaire and I'll take, like, his assistant since that's uh, more my type. I mean. I don't know. I'm going to try it. Fuck Just it. Just go on a date with him and see what happens. I don't even understand him. He speaks with an accent that I can't Where's understand. I don't know. Somewhere, what, like, m- maybe a Middle... M- not Middle East. An Eastern European-y kind of oh, sound. Oh, Eastern European. I don't know anything about him. All I know is his name. I don't want to give too much away because he might be easy to find. Well, anyway, let's move on. Um, Google Eastern European billionaire, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Who live in L.A. and are short. Um... All right. I have a list of topics that we need to talk about. We've covered a lot of them. Here's one that we haven't covered. Guys that won't give up. I had a fight kind of with a friend about this the other day because, okay, so I went on a few dates with a guy. He's hot. He's cool. I like him. I'm just not feeling anything. I don't feel it. Yeah, there's just something not working, but he's great on paper, probably the best, you know? But anyways, we went out, this was about, I don't know, maybe almost a year ago, seven months ago, something like that. Few dates, and then I kind of told him, hey, you know, I kind of been seeing my ex again, so I'm going to give that a shot. Like, that was my out. Your disqualifier. Yeah. 
And then, you know, he must have picked up that I'm single again or something. Again, I say it like yeah. I ever actually wasn't. I've always been single. But... He must have picked up that your fake ex-boyfriend that you fake reconciled with. That it's it didn't work gone. out. Yeah, because he started messaging me again okay. to go out. Now, my friend was like, you need to just tell him that you're not into him. This is cold, what you're doing, because he has hope. And I'm like, well, he's a nice guy, and I don't know. Maybe I could be into him if the timing was right. Maybe I wasn't into him before because I had just stopped seeing someone, or maybe I would be into him in a few years, or maybe I don't want to cut him out of my life altogether. So I just keep kind of telling him that I'm busy, which I am, but I'm not giving him like a cold, hard, I don't feel it. All right. So, but my friend is like, that is so heartless. Because well, you're stringing him on. If you have any interest in ever seeing him again, then no, not necessarily. I think when you feel like it, you should see him. And if he continues to pursue you, that's on him. I kind of think that too. Like if I am trying to see a guy, which you should never do anyway, I, but I do that. I'm like, I'm like the chaser a lot. Mm-hmm. If I'm trying to see a guy and he like casually blows me off more than two or three times, I just assume he's not interested and I, I stop. To me, that's that's yeah, a polite. I would do the same thing. Okay, then I'm not all wrong. No. I'm just trying to be nice. No, I think if a guy blows me off like once, even and doesn't, I think if you blow someone off and you don't give an alternative, it means you don't want to see them. You know, like if you were to say to me, "You're right," what are, you know, let's get together Tuesday night. I would, and I could say, "I can't Tuesday night." I would then offer an alternative if I wanted exactly. To see you again. I would say, "I can't Tuesday night." What about Friday? Good point. That's you a good know? point. Because I usually say, like, I'll hit you up when I have time. Yeah, that That's a blow I never off. Want to see you again. <laughs> no, it means I'll hit you up when I have time. No, I mean, I take that. I mean, if somebody were to say that to me, I would take it as I'm not interested in spending any time with you. You're probably right. But that's just me. Maybe I go, like, you know, to the extreme. All right. Well, I think I'm going to just keep him on the back burner. I don't know. I don't know. Just- I'm in a weird place. The holidays are coming. Let it unfold. The holidays make everything weird. The holidays make everything weird. So that's the last thing I want to talk about because the holidays are coming. And I actually am curious about this because I've been thinking, you know, I've been casually dating this guy for a while, but we're not exclusive, but we date often. And now the fucking holidays are coming. Are you going to bring him to Thanksgiving? First of all, I don't even know what I'm doing for Thanksgiving yet. That's a whole thing. Well, I'm definitely not bringing him to that party. That's what I'm saying though. Like, I don't know. Now it's an awkward time because holiday things well it just means more than it would if you it go gets to a relationshipy party together yeah right it does so do you invite the guy to what you're doing on thanksgiving or do you let the guy invite you or do you just like pretend the holiday is not even happening no i think you if you want to see him if you want to spend time with him you invite him it depends on where you're going like i wouldn't invite a guy to my persian family events because my no, I would never invite him. Would to assume that. that it's like my fiance. <laughs> You're getting married and, they and would having just kids. Keep congratulating him. No, I wouldn't invite but him like, to a family function. So like we're doing like a friend Thanksgiving where we're all going to. Um, but we're not a couple. Crestline. I'm coming with my gay friend. We're I know. Not a couple, and then my other friend Sako is coming alone. But bringing a date on a holiday solidifies some sort of like no, everyone there thinks anything. you're a couple. It doesn't mean anything. Okay, but here's what I want to know. Like, let's say I invite him and he says no, and then he ends up just doing nothing or going to, like, a buddy's house. Then isn't that, like, a big, like, message? No, I mean, I don't know. I think... I don't know. I don't know. Why don't you cross that bridge? But when you get to it... There's a lot of pressure. (laughs) Listen, because a lot of people listening are probably feeling the pressure I'm feeling. There's Thanksgiving is coming, the Christmas, the New Year's. And and also, I have a birthday, and I never know what to do on birthdays. So I just don't know. I don't like this whole time. My impulse is to cut and run until spring. I think you should just... um... This is why. This is, by the way, now you guys are seeing why I'm. People always message me, why are you single? Like, now you're really seeing. Well, I get. I think it's like. You just can't give it all meaning. It is. It all has meaning. I don't give anything meaning. Every guy thinks it. I don't believe in these meaning things. Look, I know that that when I'm dating someone, if I were to introduce them to my family, then it would be only because we're serious. 
but you must understand that every bring him around my friends. I would no. I want a guy that I'm dating to meet my friends to to, to get to know them to see how they like. Well, this mesh. guy is weird though. He doesn't even like to call dating dating. He still is like, we're not dating. We're hanging out. We hang out. Hanging out. To me, it's dating. How does a man keep calling it hanging out? Well, you know, he's like, this is the thing. We're living in an age where everyone is commitment phobic. So this guy, he he does pretty much everything I want. He's a good, you know, he cares about me, cares about my life, my problems. And he communicates every day. And he's like, you know, we have good sex. Everything is good. But he's weird about words like dating he's weird about like commitment he's weird and that doesn't really bother me because i get being a little fucked up i mean look at how bad i'm panicking because there's a holiday coming like i get it but it's just everyone is weird now and nobody knows there's probably lots of people right now that are like don't know what to do so i don't know the answer guys what i'm saying is i don't know i mean I don't know either. I haven't been in a relationship in so long. I hate I don't this. know how to like handle all this Me stuff. Neither. I just know that I'm like, well, whatever. If you want to come, come. If you don't, <laughs> then okay i'll talk to you later but the problem is me because let's say i throw out the casual invite and he says no and then he has no better offer then i feel so slighted the problem is me i mean yeah you're making it all about you that's it's what it not is about you Kate. but it's it is about, about me no, because not necessarily it is about me because if i invite him and he says no and then he just stays at home and like watches netflix alone that's a clear well yeah if he I'm, does that then yes that's like i'd rather stare at the walls than that's what i'm saying but friends. i yes. that could happen that's why i'm scared to so invite him it, but then you'll know if he wants to spend time with you or not i know but let's say that happens then i have to end it then you'll end it. I know, but I don't want to end it. That's why I'm like, if I don't ask, I don't have to and make this you choice. End it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't. This is why I just need to. Uh, I don't know, you guys. You I, guys. I think it's like you need to just like take it and run. I'm really like I'm. I've been very like I read this this self help book. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> and it actually really inspired. No, I read the self help book called the five second rule where it's just about you, you see an opportunity and you take it essentially and and you know you want to do something you just do it you five four three two one and it activates your prefrontal cortex which is like your problem solving brain and you just do it but i oh that's going really well for harvey weinstein well i mean <laughs> see something and just take it just do it, it. He, no i know he, what you're saying though extreme with it i mean and so like i was you know and this whole book is just about like take it, take the opportunity because do you know if the opportunity is going to come back? You don't. And, um, and, and, and then, you know, I, I had, you know, I lost someone close in my family this Recently. past week. Yeah. And, and so, and it's just like, you just don't, you have to, I know what you're saying. You I know what you're to, saying. You have to take every opportunity that comes your way. No, you really do. That's a very good, that's a really good point. You really yeah. do. But then that being said, you also need to end things that aren't going to sure. fulfill you but find out ultimately. You to end it. Why don't you invite him to Thanksgiving? I honestly, like, I, think I don't even know what I'm doing do for Thanksgiving. You're going to come. I, I to... might be doing a show in Big Sur. Okay. If right. anyone is listening from Big Sur. Speaking of which, I'm with Brian Redband this Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday in Indianapolis, Columbus, and Pittsburgh. You guys better come see us. I really want to see you there. I'm really excited about these dates. Morty's in Indianapolis, uh, Funny Bone Columbus. I forget where in Pittsburgh, but go to deathsquad.tv to find out. And uh, you guys, I love you so much, and I love getting your DMs on Instagram. Um, All of you who donated $5 this month on Patreon, I'm sending signed photos to... Uh, for the people that donate $20 on Patreon, I am making a video for you guys to post up there in the next couple of days. And you guys are the best from the bottom of my heart. I really appreciate you. Ariel, tell them where they can find you, bitch. I am Iranian Mermaid on Twitter and Ariel's Not a Mermaid on Instagram. And I post everything there. And guys, um, I think the moral of the story today is, you know, don't be a side chick um, and and go out with billionaires if you can and dump whoever you're fucking before the holidays. <laughs> or invite them everywhere. Why dump not? them. Dump them. Uh, guys, I love you. Thank you again. As always, follow me at Kate Q Funny and uh, make sure you check out the next date fails. Bye.